You like doing this on your phone? I'm doing this on my laptop. Oh, you are. Okay. Did you get a laptop? I got a new laptop, Calvin. What for? For editing videos, editing podcasts. My Where'd you get it? iMac was just dying. Oh, yes, of course. That stupid thing. It sucked. It sucked. And now I have a whole new yeah. world. I had a buddy who was selling a 15-inch MacBook Pro to buy something new. and Love it. I bought it off him, and I am Great so unit. happy with this machine. What, another used computer? Yeah. What have you been used computers? Aren't you a little waked out by that? Instead of $4,000, you pay like 1700 That's what's wrong with me. You tell me. At a time like this. <laughs> a time like this, Calvin. <laughs> like, yeah, a time like this, you're sitting on his new computer sipping apple juice. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's like, at a time like this, yeah, no, I'm not going to buy a new computer. I'm still getting a computer. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get that that laptop? Like three weeks ago. Oh, you beauty. <laughs> like, just as things were getting crazy? <laughs> just as the sun was setting. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last ditch effort. <laughs> Hey, this is another episode of the Open Road Podcast. Over here you have one of your hosts. My name is Jeremy. Yeah, over here you have host number two, Cal. Cal. Who calls you Cal out of ten people? Would three of them call you Cal? People in the biz, Jer. People in Total biz. That's your work name. Kind of sometimes, yeah. Cal. Yeah. I guess you're in an industry lot. with lots of like construction dudes, and I can imagine them trying to butter you up for a deal on lumber. Hey, cow. It's possible. Yeah. It is, I mean, I feel like I get I get buttered up like with that. You know? <laughs> you like it. I feel it. I like it. It actually There's is. What's wrong with getting buttered up? It is very interesting. Like the second someone uses a nickname, I feel like just by saying that, they endear themselves to you a little bit. Well, it's true, and then like, but it flips, right? Because as soon as someone calls you Bud, it it basically flips on its head. Ooh, it's like no one really likes to get Bud. Bud is a power move. <laughs> yeah, okay, Bud. If you Bud someone, <laughs> true, all you are doing is trying to prove your alpha status. Yeah, I got budded recently. I can't remember. <laughs> I got budded. I got budded by someone that was like clearly like a few years like younger than me and i was like whoa you can't bud me i bud <laughs> you like, if you're like yeah if you're like a baby boomer like <laughs> go for it you can bud me all day long and i'll take it right like no a i'm not gonna bud anyone myself but i don't like being budded by a, a peer yes now a, a boomer can bud you but can they sun you Ooh, sun let me think about that sun i don't think so i think sun's dead yeah, but that, but that would be condescending is what I'm saying. I heard a great one on the radio today on, on you know, I'm a big 640 guy. Yeah. Listen all day long. Yeah. John Oakley had a guy on, and, uh, and it was an older guy, obviously, and he was talking about uh, how him and his wife are living on the two two floors yeah. because they don't, they're trying to reduce um, interaction with each other. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's just terrible. Yep, so have my old lady bring me dinner down. She leaves it on the top step for me every night. And it was just like, oh, haven't heard old lady in a long time. 
<laughs> that was this endearing term for his uh, wife. I feel like you've used that before. And then the guy that hopped on the call next, he was like, how hilarious is that guy <laughs> saying old lady? <laughs> you just got to let it go. Yeah, you just leave it. You just leave it. Is there anything wrong with that? Is that offensive? Probably to the old lady it would be, I guess. Yeah, it just to me speaks of like a sad and tired relationship. My old lady. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the sounds <laughs> of giving is. up, you know? Yeah, but it is sad and tired. The guy's taking his meals on the bottom of the stoop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that yeah. is sad and tired. That's, that's <laughs> the perfect opportunity to be calling your wife your old lady. Yes. This checks. Things are not good. No, this does check out. That's for sure. But I'm just saying, yeah. you're not allowed to use it unless things are really bad. Right. It's a bit of a cry for help. His, his darling bride <laughs> brings him dinner on the bottom step. Yeah. He eats it by himself in the garage. Yeah. No offense, <laughs> but that woman is no longer the darling bride. <laughs> Clearly not. No. Um, Kyle, so this podcast is about finding adventure in the everyday. Um, totally. What have your everyday adventures looked like in this weirdo time? Um, hmm. Well, I mean, a little of this, a little of that, Jared. I'm still going in. My office has been creamed out to no one. So I have taken advantage, and I am going in there and just uh, solo. Nice. It's like your home office so, because you're the only one there. It's like a home office. So, like, the idea of actually trying to do my work from home is, like, just it's going to be really tough for me. So I just figure I'm going to just ride this out as long as I can. And I'm thinking in the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to get shut down and have to work from home like a lot of people are now. But I'm just going to keep rolling. Um, it's so weird, though. Like, our whole parking lot is just completely empty. Yeah. And I just it's very quiet in there, obviously. Very quiet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I got everything just transferred in my cell. Um, and then I was bopping around town today, did a couple little things, went and got some insulation for a little project I'm doing at home. Um, but well, the, well, tell us about the, the project. neighborhood vibes are good. Oh, project right now I got going on is a chicken coop slash homing pigeon home base. Let's go. So first thought was chicken coop. Now, ironically, I, we've, I wanted chickens for about four weeks all in right now so the pl- and i got a couple chickens that that that's why the push is on because the guy i'm getting the chickens from needs them out of his farm so he's trying to get me to get these birds out of here stat um get these things out of here stat they're causing problems actually so these are two younger birds that have been put with like half a dozen older birds. Yeah. And now these two younger birds have just started laying eggs like this spring. And so now I guess the dynamic in the coop, things are not good in the coop. Dang. And there's a bunch of old ladies in there. And so the old ladies are getting all riled up and like really beaten up on these two um, young birds. So the young birds are now uh, every morning beelining out of the coop, going and finding a nice little place in a hay bale and doing their laying in a hay bale. They're getting out of there. On on the farm. So they're getting out of there. They're not being, like, accommodating Hmm. of the nice, you know, actual productive birds. And then the hilarious thing about when a chicken stops laying eggs, like, that baby's done. Like, it serves no purpose anymore. Really? It's just dead weight. Oh, yeah, Jared. 
Well, and also the thing is like work? like eating an eating chicken is very different than a laying chicken. So you, you don't even eat them. Correct. It's not a meat bird. So apparently they don't eat it. Now he is going to, he told me that he's dropping them off at the Chinese food restaurant in Huntsville. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's like, he's actually doing that. Yeah. They take them. So they make, I don't know, make a stew out of them or make some broth out of them or something. How are the reviews at that restaurant? Have you eaten there? I don't know, Jared. No, I don't think I have. Hmm. Definitely give him a good review, though. <laughs> so here's it. So I'm taking him. I'm putting him in my backyard, <laughs> and I'm building a little coop right now. Yeah. Now, it's quite a coop I'm building, Jer. It's going to be quite the uh, little sanctuary in there. Well, you sent me a picture. I think it looks like a bit insulated. of a castle. It looks like a little bit of a castle, yeah. I'm going for a kind of um, ooh, modern Victorian look. So it's got 12-12 pitch, and it comes down to a little, um, like a little... 812 roof what does that mean it's gonna have a little window those that's like the the roof pitch so it's like a big high kind of high angle like 12 12 meaning the angle is 12 degrees 12 up 12 over dryer line diagonal got it 812 would be eight up 12 over so it's a perfect 45 if it's 12 12 yeah bingo got it so and it's just kind of a really fun project we did it this weekend Noah and i he was out there all all uh, day with me, which is great. That's awesome. Other little neighborhood adventures going is um, just lots of uh, neighborly chit-chat happening, ah. which is always fun, right? A, people are like coming out of their holes, it being spring, and then B, you know, just the camaraderie that everything is forcing upon us. So my neighbor was throwing away this trampoline, Okay. and he's like, hey, I'm bringing this trampoline to the dump. You guys want it? Send it over the fence. Oh, so sends over a giant trampoline. Just from the other side of the fence. That was that guy's trampoline. Yeah, that dude's trampoline. So we toss it over the fence, set it up. Perfect. I definitely don't want a trampoline on my yard, but I told him, well, you know what? We'll use it for two weeks, and then I'll take it to the dump. There is no way that thing so, is going to the tum- dump. Your kid is going to lose it if it disappears. I don't know. What I do you know, think? I, I hope not. The kid is only going to start loving it more and being able to use it more. It's true. He is warming up to it. At first, he wasn't really into it, but today he was using it a bunch. Well, and and it's I know Noah has a baby trampoline in the basement, but now he's also mm-hmm. he's also going to get attached to it because it's a sign of like becoming a big kid, becoming a man. This is a man's trampoline. That's the only thing little kids want to do is become because, a big uh, kid. <laughs> the old ghetto trampoline like that is hilarious. It's got a big like kind of softball sized hole in the middle love it which like can definitely suck your foot in (laughs) (laughs) which is like a good little like obstacle on the trampoline especially for your tiny child (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing and then uh the other thing he had back there was like a full-size basketball hoop and he's like do you want this too and i was like "Eh, i don't want that but i know someone who does my other neighbor on the other side Loves basketball. Park's been shut down. School's canceled. So, me, being the middleman, ran over there, said, yo, you guys want this basketball hoop? They're like, oh, that would be unreal. We were just talking about how we need to get a basketball hoop, but all the stores are closed. It's really hard to get stuff. Come on. I was like, hold on. I'll be back in 10. Wheeled over a basketball hoop. Stop. Things, things a piece of junk, but <laughs> it's a hoop. 
that's like the that's like one of those heartwarming stories where if you told it right you could easily do like this amazing facebook happy story that all the moms would like that's very true and he was literally out there five minutes after i set it up and he was out there for like i want to say two hours pounding the basketball very annoying sound by the way (laughs) that i can hear in my living room oh gosh it was that bad that's not that bad, but I mean, I could hear it, and it wasn't there before, and now it's there tonight. Right. Right. Well, that's why we attached a basketball net to the side of the RV, so you could move it if it was too loud. That's true. Yeah, just just roll down the road. Yeah. Well, those are pretty good. I, I was actually... Um, that's what's happening. Th- that's that's pretty good. I was bummed out that the government crashed more of your... your killed more of your buzz up there by not allowing you to have fires anymore. Dude, this government is just harshing vibe left and right. Because <laughs> I'll tell you this, for yeah, me, yeah, and I collected a bunch of sticks. Yeah, well, and 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 I'm saying for me, one of the the greatest things for my sanity has been being able to go in the backyard and have a little fire. Are you allowed to have a fire where you are? Yeah, oh yeah. I don't think you are, Jeremy. No, I looked up the Ontario wide ban. I looked at the thirty thirty six regions that are banned, and it starts basically yeah. north of Barrie. Oh, yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Then you got a little activity. Yes. So I still have my activity, which I is mean, great. Why don't you? You were discussing f- possibly getting a couple birds. Yes. Um. Then I. Uh, I I mentioned the homing pigeons thing, right? Yes. I think you should do that instead. And are these like carrier pigeons, or what's a homing pigeon? Same diff. I think that that's the same thing. I think so. Right. But if you get one. And I get one. We could send messages back and forth. I would. We should genuinely try to understand how that whole system works because it doesn't make sense to me. My buddy's dad does it. We can find out. He lives in St. Catharines. Legit. He does it. Him and his buddies race them. Really? Yeah. So they start somewhere. I don't know. I'm trying to remember how they know where to go. But basically they race them. They tag them. Him and a bunch of buddies. And then they drive to the other checkpoint, and then they just sit there for like five hours and drink beer, and they got bets on the birds. Then they, they show up, and bets. do they land on their hand? Yeah. Like, are they friendly birds, or do they land like in a tree? Uh, you know, they're like you own this bird. Yeah, I think like, you, you could have to care for the. You bird. can wield it like it's your friend. Oh yeah, yeah. I th- I think you grab it or something. Yeah, yeah. The person that used to drive us to school had like this big homing pigeon cage too. I remember them. Wow. Big, like they're just like ugly. They look like a pigeon. I think it is a pigeon. I would genuinely consider doing that. Now, I'm just behind the eight ball on the whole chicken thing because I don't have the tools and the know-how that you do to build a coop right away. So I want to do that, well, but I'm like saying. behind There's the eight ball. Very little. What does behind the eight ball mean? Well, it's like spring already. Aren't yeah. you supposed to be getting chicks and chickens right now? Well, no. I think you like if you got chicks, then I don't think you'd even be like. I think you'd be like raising chicks now. I don't know anything about it. I did the same thing, Jeremy, when I had when I got into the bees, where I just kind of got started. Yes. And then, you know, learn by fire. Baptism by fire. Yeah. Well, the other little activity that I've been doing is a bunch of like yard cleanup because the old barn that's in my backyard has like yes. all kinds of vines. And this is like your first spring to be doing that. Exactly. So it's got like vines yeah, yeah. and tall grass and all kinds of metal. So I was like I got my lawnmower fired up this weekend and then I was like yes. I was like had this like rope 
that I like would wrap around weird pieces of metal that were like half buried in the ground. And then I would try to like yank mm-hmm. them out. And I broke the rope like three times before I got some of the stuff out. It was so deeply buried. And then other times, like it was so it's buried grief. that it was like my lawnmower was popping a wheelie as I had tension on it. <laughs> so I can't tell you how much crap and garbage I found back there. Just crap. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't that just make you want a truck so bad? Dude. Just haul all that stuff off to the garbage. A hundred percent. And because dump. Because now I have it like all in a nasty pile of rusty metal. Like, are you going to load that up into the Acura? Right? Like, what am I doing here? Are you going to need a trailer? I know. Something. Something. Or just do what that guy did and bury it somewhere. Well, I could do that. There's a big hole I found in my yard, too, somewhere. Like, a huge hole. Like, a six-foot by six-foot hole. <laughs> Easily <laughs> throw deep, it. Jer? Is it, a, is it a grave? <laughs> Look, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to... I'm going to throw stuff in it. I'm not going to dig it out anymore. Okay. Uh, so, anyway. So, yeah, that's what I've been keeping busy with. So, Jerry, you and I also had a little bit of, um, I don't know how to describe it. Are we blood, bro- blood brothers? Yeah, and, and not by choice. This was a bad experience that no. we both shared. Yeah, but we both experienced relatively severe burns <laughs> on our hands this weekend trying to cook. Within like 12 hours of each other. On the same day, or mine, mine was Saturday night. Yours was Sunday night, right? Uh, yeah, mine was Sunday night. Oh like, man! Come on! And how's yours healing up? It's okay. It's it's only a, a little blister, actually. I I. Well, do you want to tell your story for you? Tell you say how yours happened. I mean, there's no there's no magic to it. I mean, everyone knows how you get burned. Um, being an idiot, I was trying to be a pro chef, and the I think the proper way to cook rice is to uh, not just fire it all in the same pot and bring it up to the boil, but you put the rice in the pot. Put a little bit of butter in there, toast the rice for a couple of minutes. Then you have your water going on the kettle to like a screaming boil. You then dump your water into the hot rice yep. and fire the lid on really quick. Yep. And then you just take it off the heat, let that baby steam up for 20 minutes, and you get like really nice um, fluffy rice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was cook rice is just, you know, kind of becomes an afterthought because you got the rice going. Then you got, you know, you're cutting chicken. You're doing the whole rest of the bit. So I had the kettle on the stove. And then I left the kettle on the stove for probably 15 minutes, which is like obviously insanely long time to leave a kettle on the stove. So just gushing steam out the spout. (laughs) And then I reached over to turn the kettle off and grazed my arm, obviously way too close, and just jammed my wrist into the spout of the kettle. So it's a big old steam burn. So did you touch it against the spout? And get steamed. I think I, I think I kind of reached around for the uh, the dial. Yeah, and then I just it just got a direct shot right into my wrist of that uh, steam. And like the the when you showed it to me, it's like three inches across. It's like a square, three by three almost, or two by two. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a square shape. Like that's big burn. Know. It's a big burn. It was really painful. Oh. Um, I took a couple big tunnels drank like a few beers <laughs> and then it was like killing for the whole night basically well and and it, and it hurts a lot the next day i feel a burn like that it was okay the next day yeah um it was just that night it was tough so here was mine and i don't feel like an idiot for this one i was so pissed so i'm i'm cooking up some uh cubed up some nice sweet potatoes for a nice little you know colorful vegetable bowl roasting them in the oven at 400 degrees and a little bit of olive oil salt and pepper just classic 
and I 400 degrees is hot. It's very hot. All right. It's very hot. It's pretty incredible that like appliance in your house can get to that temperature. Dude, we've been doing pizzas at 525 in our oven. That's hot. Yeah, it's, that is really hot. And those pizzas are freaking awesome. But anyways, so so yeah, I got a 400 degree pan, and I put my <laughs> I put the glove on. Um, and I go and I grab the pan and I'm just about to put the pan down. I have the glove on and like, it's starting to feel, you know how it feels hot like on your fingers a little bit? Like when you, when you have a oven mitt on? Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm starting to feel a little hot on my, on my fingers. And then as I'm putting it down, yeah. I feel like a fiery hot burn right on the webbing between my index finger and my thumb. And like, I'm like, Brutal. there's no way this was through the mitt. So I just like. Right put the pan down i whip the glove off my hand and i just yell i'm like what was that i pick up the glove the glove has a hole in it and at this point i'm i'm doubly mad so i whip the glove on the ground like in full out anger and i like let out a yell and i boot the glove across the kitchen <laughs> you got to boot something it was like full on anger and I was so yeah. angry at that stupid oven mitt for not doing its job and for, like, breaking. Well, and to my my first thought was, well, I guess that's the first one, right? This That's the first time it broke all the way through, and you felt it. Yeah, or it had been like that, and I only, only now did I get, like, instead of using the tip of my thumb, like, I had a more yeah, yeah. A different grip on it. So, uh, anyway. There's nothing more shocking... To the system than a good burn. Oh, you just do not expect it. Even though you're working right next to a hot stove and a hot oven, you just done it so many times. You really don't expect to get severely burned. No, it's just like you don't really expect to like cut your finger. Now I have not cut my finger in a long time, so knock on wood. But like, you're like right. I use a knife in the kitchen all the time. Like, how do you ever get cut? Yes, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, like even like doing like. Like, think about doing a bunch of yard work. Like, you get, like, slapped in a big scratch from a tree branch or something. Like, yeah, you're not, like, surprised. You're like, oh, yeah, I got a nasty little scratch from a tree branch right. doing brushwork. Like, right. it just happens. Right. But a burn is just, it's, it's just too much. It's too much. It's not right. I, I honestly, Jared, like, after that, I was like, man, I cannot even imagine, like, getting a, like, a really serious burn. Oh. Like, having to be hospitalized. Oh, I was my like, gosh. I, you would have to be on morphine and, like, it was... It's so painful. Yeah, it's so so painful. It's, and it's like yeah, it's like a, that searing type of pain that just is like it's like feels you feel it like deep in your tissue. I feel. Well, and for mine, like I could not like I put uh, I put my like beer can against it right away, and I was like, man, I can't get this thing to like cool off. Like, right. It was so hot. Right. And then I guess upon after further reading, like it it is it it gets so hot it like continues to burn. So you have oh. to like cool it down like really like immediately. Oh wow. Like under like ice water. That's so, so uh, weird. I have a horrible story too when I was Well, how horrible teenager, is it going to get? It's not that horrible okay. like but when I was a teenager I worked in Al Dante, which was a little Italian restaurant in my town and I would do in dishes there and I was the dish king. And uh, when I was first starting there, like the chefs would all put these like like a full steel pan, like a steel pan, a steel handle. That they're doing the pasta they in, yeah. in kitchens. Yeah, and then they go in and out of the oven. So it was in like a 500 degree oven or something. And then they put it in the um No, 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 no. And then you, dish guys got to go grab it out. And the sink's always just full of water. 
But it was just loaded up to the Gilligans, and they pulled pan out of the oven, stuck it in the pan, and it didn't submerge at all. And I grabbed that handle like a full grab, and I just completely seared the whole palm and thumb of my hand. Like, it was horrible, horrible burn. And you wouldn't have been able to wash dishes for, like, a week and a half. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I think I had to go, um, like, I wasn't even, I had to go, I went to the hospital, like, right then, just to get it, like, it, it basically had fully blistered up. Oh, my gosh. My That's horrible. It's horrible. That is horrible. Yeah, burns are not good, I will tell you that. Okay, well, we need yeah. to stop talking about horrible things that have happened in horrible news and stuff like that. And I have some really exciting news to share with you, Calvin. Talk to me. And it's funny that it ha- is is this. I'm sharing this news on an episode like this where we're basically rambling about nothing, which frankly has been a little bit of our MO over the last little bit as we try to stay in the rhythm of podcasting. And now I have a new computer, mm-hmm. so I have no excuse for not getting guests anymore and all that stuff. So maybe maybe we're on a little bit of an uphill, but we've also said that like a million times. But guess what this guess what happened to our podcast recently, Calvin? Um, oh, we paid our bill. Yes, we paid our bill, and so we are online with a SoundCloud subscription for another year of hosting. But even more, yeah, ex- twelve months. <laughs> but even more exciting than that, Calvin, this podcast hit fifty thousand downloads. Come on, fifty grand, fifty thousand downloads is unreal. And we make how much per download? Uh, about sixty to three hundred dollars. I love that. So I love that. We're loaded. We're freaking loaded. <laughs> uh, so we don't talk about numbers much, like that, actually on nice the show, milestone. but that's a milestone not, worth celebrating. Like couldn't be more passive. Yeah. And how are we going to celebrate? Well, I don't know. But the interesting thing to me is, again, like if you think about how long we've been doing this, um, like on one sense, the numbers aren't wildly impressive. And on another sense, I'm like, People have spent almost in between half an hour and an hour with us 50,000 times. That's crazy. Well, I always love, I think someone told us this, or maybe you told me this, like early on when we first started this podcast. Um, sorry, I'll just pause for a second because I can't get, I'm just messing with my audio here. Yep. How, how many episodes deep are we, Jer? Maybe 100, and I still can't figure out how to work the audio. Yeah, something like that. What's going on with like that? Like, it's just not, it's just like now it's really low coming up on my... Uh, my screen is that what you were looking at earlier it's what i was looking at earlier yeah did you notice me not super in in into your story uh yeah but that was okay because it was a hold on it wasn't that great a story i was just talking about a burn like literally we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for content these days yeah (laughs) it's not that bottom (laughs) i don't know i can't get this thing to work well is it still recording at least i'll juice you in in edit yeah it's it, it is recording i'm just juiced it all um, well, you had told me that I think the analogy of men, like imagine it was you and me with a little speaker on the roof of my house and there were a thousand people out there listening to us talk for 45 minutes about nothing. It's hilarious. It's like, well, that's, that's an accomplishment. I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, you know, again, people, it's, it's funny. Like people will ask me for advice on podcasting. Some people who are just starting and like, it's always one of the first questions they ask where they're like. Yo, so like, do you monetize it? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's, I know that's what everyone thinks, right? Absolutely not. Like you yeah, don't absolutely until not. you're getting like 10,000 downloads per episode. You're not even ready to monetize. Yeah. That, that, you can't even think about that. 
So all that to say, I'm still very excited about this milestone, and it's really cool to have people who have been kind of listening along with us, finding adventure, changing career paths, finding, you know, it just kind of doing this with us for the past few years, because we've been doing it for a few years now. Little life journal. Yeah. And one other thing that was kind of interesting to think about is the yes. uh, the other night I was reflecting, or no, I wasn't reflecting, I was looking at some stuff in my... Um, in my Apple music or like in my iTunes. Mm-hmm. And I found mm-hmm. all of my old hardcore radio shows from university. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you I listened back, right? I can't tell you how bad those episodes were. I said Painful. nothing. Like I would be like, yeah, like this is the new track from under oath. And like under oath is a really cool band. And, um, um, like I really like under oath. And so here's the song. And then I would you play the song. Your way through it. I just ummed my way through well, it. But that is a whole other thing that people often don't think about listening to podcasts is a solo podcast is a tough gig. Sure. I think I've tried one or two solo, and it is tough. Like, you have to really know what you want to do. Yeah. It is tough. Like, what you want to say. But I was really glad to have, like, cut my teeth on, sure. s- on garbage that no one listened to because then when it came to this thing, I mean, even looking from now back until the very beginning i'm sure it's it's very different mm-hmm. but it's been interesting for me as we hit that milestone to think a little bit about you know the state of the different creative projects i've worked on and mm-hmm. what's been fun and what's kind of captured my attention and how have i been trying to personally grow at every turn so it was just kind of fun to think about mm-hmm. that is cool yeah um I, that reminded me you and i last week had a great little adventure i happen to be kind of in your neighborhood for work <laughs> how have we not talked about this this was great i don't know it was notable. And then so, uh, yeah, you uh, wheeled over. We met in a little little farm road, and we had a very safe um, beverage, and we shared some chips, but not shared. Right, Jared? No. You had yours. I we had mine. evenly dispersed them. We were separate but equal. And that was a week ago. Are you feeling any symptoms yet? I, I'm not. That was seven days ago. No, I'm not at all. So I... Guilt. I... I <laughs> So I think I think we're in the clear. I think we're in the clear. Yeah. I, I no, no, yeah. could be. So, but anyway, all that all that to say, even about the downloads, is it's so th- for the listeners out there. Thank you for joining us and for hanging out with us. And um, the last episode we did, there were I looked at the numbers. There were way less than normal. I think people are getting way behind on podcasts because they don't have commutes anymore. It's possible. I mean, that's my well. Yeah, I would I would share that a bit, even though I I still do have a commute, um, but I'm distracted, right? I'm just distracted by kind of keeping up to date on everything yep. right now. Yeah. So I'm less listening to my normal like long form stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. Before we wrap up here, Calv, do you have like one? I don't I, like I don't know if it's like a tip or a thought about how we can keep finding adventure right now, like. I know there's probably a lot of cliches, but is there anything that you've been thinking about? Yeah, a great little adventure that I did last week is I was getting super bummed out about all the little small businesses that were just like really suffering, suffering. So I spent like a couple hours and I just went around and like I called my gym, which is like a guy that I kind of know, just like a privately owned. And I was like, dude, keep charging my card. And I called my barber. And I was like, I'm going to prepay for a haircut whenever you guys open. But nice. But keeps you, gets a little cash flow happening. And did another thing. 
I forget. But just things like that. Um, oh, and I've been trying to like, well, Kate and I have been like eating out a little bit via takeaway. Nice. Um, which we don't normally do, but it's just like trying to do a thing. It's kind of weird to give to these little businesses that are like, ju- they're just trying to make something work, right? right? So it's kind of a good little idea to um, just find little ways to try and keep the machine rolling. And not just check. It's really easy to just like, I'm not paying for anything. Yeah. And I feel like there's sort of a double benefit to all those different types of things that people are doing. Right. Because you a help someone. But B, especially if you're doing something like takeout, like you're doing something that's a little out of the out of the normal or like out of the ordinary. Yeah. Right. So it's it's and like it's forcing you to choose to do something, make someone's day and then also get something out of it. Yeah, and then, like, there's restaurants doing a couple, like, a cool thing. So, like, the Pita Pit that I've been frequenting has uh, buy your pita on the app, and then it's also uh, buy a pita for a frontline worker. Oh, cool. So, it's kind of sweet. That is cool. And you just, like, add add it onto your order. I was like, that's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. I bought the Surgeon General a pita today. (laughs) (laughs) I literally bought a pita for the person who is finding the vaccine. (laughs) <laughs> I bought that lady's pita. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. So that's kind of fun. It's kind of cool. Yeah, well, that is good. I'm trying to think of. And if all else fails, uh, I don't know. Get a, get some birds or something in your backyard to distract you. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm thinking for me, one thing that has been kind of fun is we've when like I don't know about you, but like some Zoom calls are like they're starting to get a bit old. And even like Zoom Hangouts are getting kind of difficult. I know we did it. We were doing that a lot, and then it's like, eh, we did it a lot, and then it's kind of died off a bit. Right. But I think the nice thing is to like always try to like do something on them. So like a bunch of us the other week got together and we did trivia. Right. Like Friday. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, this Friday, like uh, it was Cole's birthday, and he said, "All right, I'm having an open mic." Like, come either just to listen or come with, like, a funny song prepared or something like that. Like, or an, mm-hmm. a song. That's so, kind of cool. So, stuff like that where I'm like, oh, it's it's actually just a little bit of extra thought to make something f- yeah, yeah. fun and interesting. So, that's kind of right. what I've been what I've been thinking about. So That's cool. Yeah. So you've just been thinking about it? Well, as, as I'm trying to figure out, well, how do I actually have some fun during this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it's just a little extra thought. Make something a little more special. And that's a principle that has always applied. Have a little bit of fun. Have a little bit of fun. Do something special. Oh, go on a road trip. But no, add a little random acts of kindness component, you know. Oh, if, go on a fishing it, weekend. Oh, no, add a trophy component, you know. I'll, I'll, it's the same principle. If there were ever a time, Jared, to go on a road trip, probably right now. Um. We got a, an awesome text from Katie's mom. She was like, you guys should monetize the RV for people who have to self-isolate. <laughs> That's funny. I was We were walking down the road today, and there's like this little cabin on the river that we always kind of figure like, oh, it's probably just we, – we assume that the people are airbnb it because yeah. it's always like kind of someone new there. And we're like, oh, that looks like a little um, corona cabin. Like they could have marketed that as a little isolation cabin, come up, and serenity – yeah, what get away. What should we charge for the RV? Do you think what's what's a fair rate? I mean, we got to be careful or else we'll get called out by uh Doug Ford in an announcement, so you can't gouge anybody obviously. Maybe that's the thing we can do to give away, like we can just give it away. 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a one-shot deal. Things contaminated after. No, but it's good. You yeah. could clean it out. Yeah, you can clean, get your buddy, get your tenant in there to clean it out. No problem. Properly sanitize the whole thing. S- spray it all down. Yeah, so you could easily do that though. Yeah, I mean, do people really need a place to stay? I don't know. And Someone does. And, and if you need a place to stay, I mean, you probably need a place to use the restroom and to cook. Oh yeah, you'd <laughs> want that. I mean, it's a glorified tent, right? Yes. <laughs> Well, it's tent plus urinal. You, you wake up wet. <laughs> yeah, you wake up wet. What does that mean? It means there's a lot of moisture getting in there somehow. <laughs> oh, man. I still think about that. That reno we did, we still have work to do on that thing, man. Dude, I was uh, thinking a lot about that this weekend because um, I used a lot of the scraps on the chicken coop. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, like that, that. Those little thin pieces of plywood. I was just like chopping those up and using it all. Built that whole thing out of just scrap around my backyard. Okay, you got to send me a picture of that thing tomorrow. Go out and there, get someone to take a picture. of You doing a thumbs up, and we're gonna post it. Well, I will, but let me finish it because I got. I, it's all like done ish now, but I'm. I got uh, some nice si- siding uh, milled up at my work today. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm going to put like some pretty beauty siding on it. <laughs> okay, that's definitely good. So yeah, so s- once it's done, get a picture of you giving a thumbs up beside it or just standing beside it. Yes, and then obviously. we'll do like th- some of the before shots, like the, s- the progress shots. And the other thing I might do on the backside is, do you remember on the RV, we had to pull off that big, uh, no, we, we pulled off that steel vent yeah, where yeah, we yeah. put in the bubble. I still have that in my shed, and I was thinking about putting that on the backside of the chicken coop as the vent. That's very smart. You, as a little homage. You want that vent on there, and that would be so fun to put the one from the RV on. Yeah, because it has a little, it has like the blue ear on it. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, so that is it. so good. If only we found the bubble that blew off on the highway in Pittsburgh. <laughs> 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 now it's just a bucket of rocks and a piece of plywood. Yeah. 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 All right, Jer good rap sesh yeah that was this is this is maybe like one of my better zoom calls this was one of the better zoom calls uh you practice we are you didn't even have any apple juice with you or anything and you were so uh so natural on the pod today. i just finished a coffee oh wow so you're that's why you were so wired yeah all right well everyone thanks for tuning in uh we hope that you're staying safe but more than just staying safe we're, you're probably staying safe Hopefully you're finding adventure. Like that's what we're going to tell you. We're not going to say stay stay safe, be well. We're going to say find adventure, have some fun. That's what we're going to say. Can't go anywhere. Figure it out. Yeah. So uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. 50,000 uh, downloads is a big milestone. Thanks for going on this journey with us. And uh, we'll chat with you next time. We'll talk to you later. Peace out. Peace out.